0: i would start by focusing on your photos and focusing on perfecting like your art maybe shoot for like a few months before you even really think about instagram i'd kind of put less focus on the app at least to start because then once you do decide to focus on it you're gonna kind of be a little bit ahead of the Mm. game and ahead of all the people who just bought a camera and they're calling themselves (laughs) like experienced photographer
1: welcome to the golden hour podcast I'm your host, Dave Mays, and today we speak with Megan Bourne. We've started a completely new YouTube channel called Polar Pro Golden Hour, and on that YouTube channel, we're posting all of our favorite highlights and clips from the show. We've included a link to our new YouTube channel in the show notes, so make sure to go there and subscribe. The very first episode of the Golden Hour podcast was with Chris Poplowski, or chris roams as he goes by on instagram and our guest today is megan bourne who happens to be the significant other of chris megan makes a living shooting commercial work and she also is a full time wedding photographer which we talk about in this interview so without any further ado let's listen in on my interview with megan all right we're here with megan bourne aka megan poops <laughs> uh, we were joking about that earlier we interviewed chris Romes now but Uh, His name, when we actually interviewed him, was still Chris Poops, and uh, you guys are together.
0: Yeah, we've been together for almost two years now, and then we were friends for about a year before that.
1: You're the better half. We (laughs) talked a lot about you in the interview. I hope you listened to it. Yeah, I did. See all the brownie points that he got because (laughs) he spoke so highly of you. He did a good job. (laughs) It's a pleasure meeting you in the flesh. Yeah. To get this thing started, we pulled some quotes off of your website. You have a blog and you've posted some amazing stories there. We've pulled a couple of little quotes and I wanted to get some more feedback on them. Yeah. Uh, So the first one is, as professional photographers, we usually have to wake up early for a clean picture. I love that quote. Tell me about that. And what are some of the craziest things that you've done to get a clean picture?
0: Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely not a morning person in the slightest. Me neither. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's been like something I've been practicing and learning over the years that when you wake up for sunrise, 99% of the time it's worth it. Mm. Um, And it's mostly Chris, like, dragging me out of bed to, like, go somewhere. So um, I think the craziest thing that always comes to mind first, though, for a sunrise, um, we were in New Zealand, and we woke up at 3 a.m. and started hiking by, like, 3.15 a.m. And we hiked for, like, just under four hours, and it was 16 miles, and the elevation gain was... Something like 8,000 feet or something super gnarly. Um, And the whole time we were hiking under the Milky Way, and you Mm -hmm. can kind of like look up the side of the mountain and see just like a bunch of headlamps, because there were so many other people that were doing it too. Oh, wow. So that was kind of motivating to know we weren't the only psycho ones. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But we got to the top with like 20 minutes to spare and we saw like the prettiest sunrise i think i've ever seen and it might be because we worked so hard to get there but it was also just absolutely stunning so that's probably one of the craziest sunrise missions we've ever gone on in new zealand (laughs) in new zealand so
1: did it look like middle earth when you're up there
0: yeah i'm pretty sure it was where lord of the rings was like (laughs) started or something that's
1: amazing so what do you mean by clean picture though You, you mentioned that in the yeah. What does clean picture mean?
0: Um, I, I, to me, it can mean a lot of different things. Um, sometimes it's you're in a city and streets get busy after the sun comes up. So if you're up early, you get a nice clean photo with nobody in it. Ah, yeah. um, that's one like way or a lot of times, like when I want a nice reflection of a mountain on a lake or something, um, sunrises are the best time to go. Sorry. <laughs> oh,
1: that's um,
0: sunrises are the best time to go for that um just because it's usually less windy and nobody's out on like canoes or anything yet so ah,
1: yeah it can so mean it literally a bunch means of things. a clean picture less photoshop yeah
0: less photoshop <laughs> <laughs>
1: this next one's pretty crazy i'm really curious to hear about this story uh this is pulled from one of your blogs again we saw dot 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 at least 10 bears half of which were grizzlies yeah. So tell me about that. Holy crap.
0: <laughs> yeah, we spent a week in um, Banff National Park in June of 2017. So like a little over, we're almost two years ago now. Um, but we were there for only a week. And we're used to trips to like Wyoming or the Sierras. Um, but to be there and literally see at least two bears every single day was just crazy. Um and that those were like ten full grown bears, but we mm. saw moms that had cubs too. Like out of all of those, so um, we saw more grizzlies than we did black bears, which is like not an American thing at all. Wow. So
1: is that, that was like dangerous or yeah you're acting pretty them... normal about this oh yeah
0: okay, i should probably explain that. <laughs> most of the i see saw... zero bears a day yeah <laughs> no most of them we saw from the car so that's probably okay. why i sound more calm about it yeah but um so you
1: weren't like in a tent and you woke up and a bear was right no, next to you
0: no we've i've <laughs> had more stories like that in california than anywhere else but yeah um yeah these ones are mostly from the car or if we were like hiking we'd see them like kind of off in the distance but luckily no close encounters or anything like that
1: so we have one last quote from your website i think that's the ultimate gift we have in this lifetime not how many places we've seen or how much money we made at the end of this life i want to leave a legacy that was filled with as many memories with others as possible not stamps on my passport that fade away
0: Yeah, I think um, when I first started traveling as much as I do now, um, I was very excited just to go places and take photos of landscapes. And I wasn't really seeking out like cultures or people as much. um, And I quickly kind of realized that that's kind of lonely and Mm. it's not as fulfilling um, just because you don't really get like an emotional connection with the outdoors unless it's just kind of on your own um but I'm really big for just really good conversations with people and I'd much rather learn about a place from a local who is willing to talk about their childhood or their kids or their upbringing or just all sorts of different things that I can't learn just from doing a hike or something else like that so I've the more we've traveled the more I've really really valued human interaction over landscapes and pretty photos so that's kind of where that
1: that's amazing
0: came from yeah
1: I love that and in my interview with Chris too he kind of had that same perspective and it's cool that you guys are able to discover that together and yeah um, be able to experience the world together Um, one of the things that really stood out to me with my interview with Chris that it seems you are also you agree with is a photo isn't really about the, you know, the likes or even the composition. It's about putting yourself in place of the photographer in that moment. Right. So that's why, like, one of the first quotes that we talked about, waking up early for a clean picture, and then even this, you know, the gift is um, the people that you meet and the, you know, the lives that you've touched. Yeah. That's more of thinking about photography as an experience and as a you know, a way to document this experience. It's not necessarily about the yeah the likes and all that garbage yeah. And you guys end up finding locations that I've never seen before too because you're making connections with people yeah and you're connecting with locals and stuff like that yeah Can locals you talk about will,
0: that? yeah locals will kind of just tell us like there's this hike that I did growing up and my grandpa would take me on every weekend or something fun like that and they'll just tell us like you have to go like and we have we don't see pictures of it or anything and we'll just go and it's like well this is stunning and I've never seen photos of this and we've never like even heard of it so it's really cool to be able to discover new places that way and it just makes the story so much greater because mm-hmm. I get to sit here with you and talk about people around the world and share their stories too.
1: Chris mentioned that you shoot weddings and then you've been kind of saying it through our conversation. Yeah. There's one aspect of what you do professionally and that's with Chris and that's with travel and all that. Yeah. But then you're also a wedding shooter and I actually was a wedding shooter. I shot oh, nice. a ton of weddings yeah. um, when I was a teenager up until just a couple of years ago. Oh, that's awesome. Video, not photo. But okay. um, So you, yeah, that's really cool. do you enjoy taking wedding photos? Is that a whole company that you have? Yeah. Stuff? Tell me about that.
0: Yeah, so that um, is kind of the first thing I did professionally in the industry. Do you still
1: uh, shoot on Canon cameras for weddings? I do, yeah. Ah, I shoot on them for everything. There you go. (laughs) Sony cameras have a look to them that is great, and there's so many travel people that shoot on Sony. Yeah. But, like. skin tone like a beautiful bride in a white dress a canon is gonna look the best
0: yeah definitely so and it just captures skin tones really well like i just can't i can't switch over to sony Mm -hmm. but
1: a 51.2 on a 5d just nothing like it
0: yep it's the best (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah yeah so um
1: so how many weddings do you shoot still
0: yeah um Typically around like 15 a year or so. Wow. Um, yeah, that's... Significant. Yeah, we have about 15 booked this year and last year we did just, just under 20. So. What's the
1: name of your company?
0: Um, It's just Megan Lindsay Photography.
1: It's fun shooting weddings because you kind of know how the day is going to go. They're all the same yeah. for the most part. And if you book good people, which I'm sure you are because yeah. you're filtering it through, like... It can just be—it's just a fun party all day.
0: Yeah, it's really—it doesn't feel like work, and
1: yeah, once you've gotten past that point of like being nervous about missing everything, yeah, (laughs) then it just becomes like, oh, this is fun, you know? Yeah, because it's kind of the same, like over and over, right? Yeah. So it's pretty easy for us as professionals, but then you can get creative with all sorts of shots and whatever. Yeah. But then the people are really aware it can become unique yeah because every every people's different
0: yeah <laughs> yeah not even just the um brides and grooms just we love hanging out with their family like mm-hmm. parents and siblings and grandparents they usually are like so excited to see us there and just have like a bunch of fun questions and mm-hmm. we just spend the whole day like laughing with everyone and yeah it's it's really fun and we've been shooting a lot more elopements lately um really yeah is so, that like
1: common in california or something
0: um it's, it's not too. it's just common. your niche now yeah it's kind of just um <laughs> nice. yeah i've done like two years of the like southern california type wedding style which i love and we still shoot a lot mm-hmm. but um we started shooting elopements like a year and a half ago maybe um and we love it. What like, does
1: that mean, though? Like, they just go to a courthouse kind of a thing? or
0: Yeah, so it's kind of not totally understood in society yet. People usually think, oh, they just, yeah, like, went to a courthouse. Or yeah. they went on their own to Vegas and, like, family wasn't there. Yeah. But um, there's kind of this whole n- new, like, niche in the wedding world where couples are, um, they... Or inviting their close friends and family mm-hmm. and going to Yosemite or to okay. Canada or just somewhere really beautiful. It's and like a
1: small group of friends yeah. and family.
0: Yeah, and they'll rent just like a big cabin or something for everybody to hang out at. and
1: So you're putting your money towards a better experience overall. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. And Rather not... than
1: a full, you know, cake and wedding yeah. planner and yeah. this and that.
0: If you're going to spend like... I mean, the typical wedding here in Southern California is around, like, 20000 Yeah. That's on the lower end, but... Yeah, I you know. Can, it's insane. Yeah. It was like that in Nashville, too. So. Yeah. You can do a lot with that money and go mm. somewhere. You can even go to, like, Italy with your family and oh friends. Oh, gosh. And yeah. The photos, obviously, that's what we're most excited about because mm-hmm. you don't really get a backdrop like Yosemite
1: mm-hmm.
0: at, like, a venue here in Southern California, so... <laughs>
1: that's such a good point. Wow. Yeah. So find your niche, I guess.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'd recommend
1: um, that. And even somebody who wants to do travel photography, I just think getting out there and doing something in the professional world as a photographer, just at all, yeah. Whether it's weddings or baby portraits or yeah, um, senior portraits, whatever it is, like it's just good yeah. to practice it as a professional no
0: really i i tried all of those things you just said when yeah. i first picked up a camera and Dumb babies yeah i shot like two newborns and it takes a special person yeah. with a lot of like equipment to shoot newborns well it's hard to well. get them to
1: like do anything that you want yeah because they obviously cannot communicate at all yeah so. And they don't understand you, but you yeah. know, like, Hey, look at me, you know, have, yeah. a, little, have a little bell or something, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I guess you have to do the same for senior portraits as well. Hey, look at me. Let's uh, <laughs> have a picture of Justin Bieber. Like look over here. Yeah. Uh, no, just... no it's
0: sometimes it works. I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, I think, uh, you know, for me I started doing wedding video and yeah. it was the same thing. Like, just using my camera every single week, shooting a story that's the same storyline every week. It's just a really good way to practice and get good at your craft. Yeah. And you can apply all that and you have to your travel photography as well, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And most trips we go on too. um, I try to set up a shoot with a couple that's there or like,
1: Oh really? Yeah.
0: Sometimes I'll do like a giveaway and just do a free shoot for a couple that is already living in another country and oh, cool. I'm wanting to shoot there anyways. So um, yeah, I try to just set it up as much as I can.
1: So we've pulled up a couple of images from your Instagram account and I'd love to okay. just hear the backstory about these pictures. Sure. Uh, this is the first one that we pulled here um, and I will describe it for our audio listeners. Okay, It is a uh, beautiful shot in the woods with this kind of retro amazing train yeah like a steam locomotive and the line the leading lines are just going straight to the middle it just has a great composition um yeah. it's a christmas post it looks like you posted it on christmas it says merry christmas yeah. everyone hope your days are filled with loved ones and making great memories um but tell me about this picture where you took it
0: yeah so that was in harz national park um in germany and it was really cool. We went just to see the train, really, because we'd seen photos of it. and
1: It's such a picturesque train. Yeah. It looks like a Harry beautiful. Potter train or something.
0: Yeah, or like the Polar Express or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we um, we went to the train station, and we hiked along that hole, um, just the tracks to get to like a bend that we liked, and then um, we kind of just hung out and waited for like the train schedule to start. So we were hanging out for like maybe an hour and then we kind of heard a train in the distance and we were like, oh, maybe it's coming. And we were just like standing there ready and then it it turned the corner and he saw us and um, I think he knows like when people are there for photos and he like sent all that smoke that you see like up Uh, in the air. So it was really cool. He he helped us out.
1: (laughs) It looks like you're on the tracks. Are you on the tracks?
0: I am. And that's at like... 200 millimeters so okay I was so you're safe yeah ish yeah no, you're s- still fine.
1: ill-advised we won't yeah suggest it's also anyone to do it, it was
0: going like 10 or 15 miles an hour okay. it's like a, a sightseeing train so uh, it's okay. it's moving really slow i promise okay
1: cool
0: <laughs> <laughs> i would have been pretty freaked out
1: <laughs> did you guys have to like clear that with anybody or just when did it
0: um we just went and like hiked back there and did it so <laughs> the germans not. are cool with it yeah i think so <laughs>
1: well it's a beautiful picture yeah, and you saved fun. it for Christmas. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's very Christmassy. Yeah. Um, so this next image is... Uh, I don't even know where it's taken. This uh, was
0: in Bali.
1: Bali. Okay. Yeah. And there's this crazy structure in the middle of the water. It looks like a little mini island. Uh, it kind of yeah. has Japanese style building, but it's not. It's Bali. But... Yeah. Um, and then there's this guy in a canoe or girl. I can't It's tell. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. uh we've got mr poops in the, uh, so we've got chris in the uh <laughs> i can't tell on my phone here uh, so chris is in a canoe right in front of it you really yeah. got to see it uh audio listeners you need to just go watch the youtube video so you can see what i'm talking about but um, yeah. tell me about this picture and then also just that trip in general of bali
0: yeah um that was we went to that like temple area twice. Um, and there's more than just like that floating temple. It's um, right behind the canoe. There's a whole, like all on land, like a bunch of other temples too. So it's kind of like a, you walk in and you're in the middle of like a bunch of temples.
1: What did you guys do in Bali?
0: Yeah, we were there for like 12 days. Um, it was kind of like a graduation trip for me because I had just graduated college. Like a week before we went, so it's kind of like a celebration, like, trip just for fun, Um, and we really covered, like, the whole island. Um, That was, we started, like, down south, and we really, like, went all the way up north, and the west um, side of the island, and even a little bit of the east side, too, and we, like, I don't even think we missed a sunrise. We were super, super busy the whole time, so it was really cool. It was the first time I'd seen kind of a third world um, Mm -hmm. culture and really experienced it. Um, And we'd heard lots of scary stories about going to Bali, just health wise. Like you can get Bali belly or like West Nile or all sorts of different like dengue fever from mosquitoes. And we actually um, like the last two days before we were coming home, um, Chris got a really, really, really bad fever Mm. and, It was there. He was really sick for like 24 hours and then he kind of got better. And like we flew all the way home. And within a day of being home, he was like three times as bad as he was when we were in Bali. And he ended up in the hospital for a week straight and they ran tests for everything and they still don't know what he had but
1: oh man it was that was pretty scary
0: scary, so and he actually got all of his shots before we went and i didn't get any so (laughs) (laughs) i think he was maybe jumping in too many like swimming holes that he probably shouldn't have been in so it's
1: like a parasite or something crazy
0: yeah so besides that bali was awesome i would just recommend like <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: a, that's a very minor thing yeah he was only like in a er for like uh, a, you know, a month time. but yeah. uh, other than that it was great
0: yeah no i would just like i
1: mean the picture got like almost 2000 likes so yeah totally yeah. worth it <laughs>
0: yeah i mean thanks chris <laughs>
1: no i mean obviously you guys went to celebrate and like it's thankfully it was at the end of your trip so you get to experience it and And i'm sure chris too had a great attitude about the whole thing yeah
0: he was he was fine he'd go back like tomorrow so
1: (laughs) just maybe not jump at as many water holes. yeah i
0: was gonna say bali's awesome just if you are traveling there just make sure you do your research about Mm -hmm. where you're swimming and um wash your hands a lot and all that good (laughs) stuff so
1: (laughs) definitely yeah um so this next (laughs) picture is you hanging tin yeah, it's Uh, it's pretty awesome (laughs) yeah we went back way back yeah 2016 yeah uh this is before you were getting four digits on your likes yeah i think Um, i had
0: like 900 (laughs) followers or something when that photo was taken yeah it was just Um,
1: so fun so yeah i mean it's really just to show it's a picture of you uh skateboarding and it's like a really sick picture
0: yeah it's fun do you skateboard (laughs) i do um I was more comfortable on that because it's similar to surfing. So Um, I don't skateboard that much. I'd much rather like be out at Sano surfing. So (laughs) yeah,
1: but that's like snow, right? So where was this? It was in Yosemite.
0: Yeah, it was in Yosemite um, three winters ago now.
1: Were you going with like your family or something out there?
0: Um, One of my best friends from college was driving her car back from Seattle to get mm-hmm. back to Southern California. Oh, so cool. I booked like a one-way ticket and her and I road tripped like all the way down the West coast. So, so you've, we stopped there long. Like the way.
1: before you were doing this for your job, you've just been a traveler.
0: Yeah. I have, I've always loved traveling and it's always usually been like just trips with friends. So, mm-hmm. um, and I still do that as much as I can, like go camping with my girlfriends and like, yeah, just, yeah, that's awesome. Keep doing all that stuff.
1: Um, this next image is taken okay so this is in germany yeah and i love the composition on on this it's beautiful you got this nice road in the middle of is that a lake um it's a river
0: it's a dam so yeah okay so
1: it's the road on top of the dam i guess right
0: um that's actually a free floating road like they it's not the actual dam okay it's a bridge it's just a bridge yeah
1: yeah but basically the the water structure at least looks like a heart yeah you have like a road going over it a mountain in the background again if you're listening you should uh check out the youtube video tell me about this picture was this the same trip from the train picture
0: it was yeah so we did a like a two-month europe trip oh so this was that same trip um
1: which, where were you in Germany for this picture?
0: That's called the, like, Silverstein Dam, I think. I'm probably saying it wrong, but it's something along those lines. Um, and I'm really bad with geography, so <laughs> that's a Chris question as to where that is but on a map. You, but you, well,
1: First off, how was this image taken? Is that?
0: That's a drone. Okay. Yeah, so um, that is our friend um, Frauke, who's driving. And oh, cool, yeah. And then we were flying the drone. Um, and yeah, we w- was this
1: taken early in the morning.
0: This was like the last couple minutes of daylight, okay. So, so was, that's why
1: it was pretty clear out there, cause yeah. Nobody was out and about,
0: yeah. And it was like just after a rain. And what did
1: you think of Germany?
0: Um, I really like Germany, it was cool, I think, to see the history, especially, mm-hmm. um, just all the castles and um. I definitely though want to go back and spend more time like in the German Alps, which we didn't have like too much time to see all the mountains, but Mm -hmm. I've heard it's, it's gorgeous. So
1: what are some of the other countries you guys visited on that two month Europe tour?
0: Yeah, we went to, we started in Greece and then we went to Greece, Italy, uh, Germany, Switzerland, um, France, and Austria. And I'm forgetting one. But yeah, it, it was a lot.
1: <laughs> was that a work? Were you able to cram some work in for it, the whole thing?
0: It was. Yeah, we we were working the whole two months that we were there. So.
1: Just random different companies or one big.
0: It was. We worked with uh, movement watches a lot on that mm-hmm. trip. That was like our biggest uh, sponsor. And then we had like three other brands that we brought along too, nice. and we were creating content for all of them in every country. So. It's, it was fun. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, this next image was taken in Slovenia, which was another country you went to yeah. during that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, who is that in the water?
0: Um, that's one of our friends who uh, lives in Germany, actually. Okay. so I didn't
1: want to, like, say some stranger and it be Chris again. Yeah, no. Um, but we have essentially a stranger uh, <laughs> that has jumped in a little river, like, or it's a river. Yeah. Um, but the picture is, again, compositionally, I just love the lines the leading lines of the river kind of winding up the mountain there you can see a mountain in the background crazy fog like it looks so cinematic yeah um tell me about this hike was this a hike that you went on up the mountain or something or was um, that just right off the road it was pretty
0: close to the road actually <laughs> yeah awesome. we just like walked down to the river
1: the thing that's amazing about this that i don't see much is the fact that the water is so blue and almost completely clear yeah so
0: it's really cool and um it's hard to notice too but that's actually like a sandy beach on the right hand side so oh wow yeah yeah, like on sunny days you see people out there with towels like jumping in the river (laughs) like hanging out kind of like our beaches (laughs) but
1: it's like right by a mountain and it's probably really cold yeah
0: this is in the mountains um that particular day was really cold we were hoping that the rain would kind of clear and it would warm up but it didn't. I don't so. know. I
1: like the foggy look, though. It yeah. added a lot of, like I said, cinematic kind of feel to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really, really pretty.
1: Let's talk about the fact that um, I feel like females are underrepresented in our field, especially as photographers yeah. on the internet. But the truth is, is, like, there are, I think, more men doing it. Maybe yeah. not. But can you speak to that? And, like, as a female, like, how what like you probably have a big responsibility as a female to like you know yeah be a boss yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you are
0: yeah no definitely um I noticed that like everywhere that we go shoot and just especially like on the internet I just see a lot more men in the industry um I think it's a mix of not being well represented because there are a lot of girls who love this and kill it Mm -hmm. and they're super super talented but um i definitely do think it is a little bit more of like a of interest to males um just because the job description isn't exactly like appealing to women all the time it kind of takes someone who it's like
1: saying why aren't there more men nurses or more men teachers it's not necessarily sexist yeah no i don't think interests
0: yeah i don't think of it as that way at all um I definitely think not a lot of girls like to camp and like go a few days without like a shower and like all of those things <laughs> that like you know you're so used to in like normal life and everything so mm-hmm. um and I think that that's stuff that a lot of guys are like whatever like I don't even think about it so yeah. <laughs> um I, I think that that is a big like difference in why there's more men like in the field yeah um but there, like I said, there's definitely so many women out there that are killing it and love it. And, um, I do wish there was a little bit more of like an even representation of it, but mm. it's, it's kind of hard cause you have to, you have to find them. Mm-hmm. So
1: do you have like a, a group of friends that, that you love and, uh, even people that you don't necessarily know, but that you follow that you can recommend to people?
0: Yeah. Um, that are females. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, I think Renee Roaming um, or Renee Hanel. um, It also might be Renee (laughs) Hanel. So maybe I'll just say Renee.
1: (laughs) What's her uh, tag, her Instagram Um.
0: Yeah, her her Instagram tag is just at Renee Roaming. And she's awesome. She, like, is totally killing it. And she has been for a long time. And she's one of those girls that you can, like, land on her page and just, like, scroll for hours because she just – goes on so many awesome adventures and loves the outdoors and is an educator on what to do in the outdoors. So she's really, really cool if you're looking for like female mm-hmm. people that are killing it in the industry. Um, and then there's another girl that I just recently found and we've been like chatting more and her name is um, Hannah M Joe. That's her handle, I believe. And she's, more of like the minimalistic kind of artsy style of photography and she actually shoots weddings and like elopements also so we kind of like connected over that and got to chat because she also kills it with like her landscapes and everything so that's another girl that is like killing it and doing awesome um but yeah if you if you kind of go into the whole instagram vortex you can find like so many so do you
1: um, do you like hang out with those people or do you have some other girls that you like to go out and shoot with?
0: Yeah, those are more girls that I just love following like their mm-hmm. work and their art. And as far as like hanging out with, um, most of my like girlfriends that I'll go out and adventure with are like my friends from college or like mm-hmm. friends I've had since high school that so just love They're not love... necessarily photographers,
1: they're, yeah, but they're adventurers. But they're adventurers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: So um, which is fun. I, I yeah. love like switching it up because... And you're,
1: you're the photographer of the group. So like, yeah, you'll, you'll take the pictures for them and like, yeah, you guys can have fun. It's really fun. Yeah. One thing that really stood out to me with Chris, and I would assume that you would agree with this is the fact that, um, he tries, or at least he said that, you know, he's always aware of the fact that like, he needs to put the camera down and just enjoy yeah where you are and like really soak it in is that something that you try to do as well and
0: yeah definitely there's some like sunsets or sunrises that we're there to shoot and then I kind of will take like one or two pictures and then I put my camera down and I'm like oh oops like I didn't take any pictures like all morning (laughs) or whatever but sometimes I just get so like wrapped up in how beautiful the place is or I strike a conversation with the person next to me and like that just kind of takes priority over photography so um that's definitely something that i try to do like as much as possible
1: so do you think in a way that like do, are do, are you in love with the art of photography or are you in love with travel like, yeah that's and you just question. want to capture the travel in a yeah. beautiful way or like do you obsess about the art of photography
0: yeah um i think I mean, it's a it, mix yeah it could be yeah both. Can if be i'm both. If I'm there to really capture something or if I'm on like a specific assignment, um, I think I think a lot more about the artistic side of photography. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm there just on my own to enjoy a trip, then I'm much more like I'm going to capture everything. And I guess the art, artistic side of photography just kind of follows within that. But mm-hmm. I'm more focused on portraits of people I meet or landscapes still, but um, just what's actually going on in the landscape, not so much like, how can I make this photo look good? So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's, it's a mix and it depends why I'm there, I guess. So
1: I'll just end it on this. Um, and it's a pretty straightforward question that I know that a lot of people would like to ask you. And that is, how did you start and how would you recommend somebody who wants to do what you're doing? Yeah. Like, just give me kind of the 101 in a nutshell, yeah, like how they should start doing Instagram or just even photography professionally.
0: Um, I would recommend probably getting a camera, um, (laughs) that would be a good start. (laughs) Uh I know, I know a lot of people, step one, yeah, and I mean, you can definitely shoot with like your iPhone and GoPro and stuff, but if you're pretty serious about pursuing it, I'd recommend Mm -hmm. to just get a camera, start learning.
1: And can what be that's a, about a, you can get plenty of used oh, cheap cameras
0: yeah when i say camera you can get like get one for like a couple hundred bucks or something that's cheap like yeah you know don't, don't
1: chris started on a a6000 or something like, yeah those are like 300 bucks
0: i started on the first 5d like nice. mark one didn't oh, even wow. have like video yeah <laughs> it was i spent like a few hundred bucks on it yeah i mean it's it,
1: still pretty good it yeah full frame
0: <laughs> exactly and that was like there's cheap full frame options and things that Um, Mm -hmm. are considered, like, professional that you can get at a really good price. Um, And I'm glad I went that route because it kind of put me, like, straight into the world of cameras and learning all about them. Yeah. So I'd recommend starting there. Um, And then after that, I'd recommend shooting everything. Like, Mm -hmm. if one of your, like, friends or family members, like, has a baby, like, take some pictures, like, with them Mm -hmm. or take family portraits and senior photos and just friends, like, photos of your friends and – Um, of your hobbies. Like if you enjoy hiking, then take a camera along and um, somewhere in the midst of all of that, you're going to find what you're like really passionate about. And one of those things is really going to stick. Maybe two, maybe it's travel and weddings. You never know. Like you could um, fall in love with a couple. And I think that it's totally possible to pursue more than just one avenue in the profession. So
1: and with this crowded market of Instagrammers, if you want to, for lack of a better term, yeah. I know, a lot of people hate that word, but <laughs> whatever. Um, in this crowded, like, Instagram space, like, how do you stand out? How do you be unique? How do you grow a following?
0: Yeah. Um, I would start by not really focusing on it. I would start by focusing on your photos and focusing on perfecting, like, your art and um, maybe shoot for, like, a few months before you even really think about Instagram and Mm -hmm. just get to know your camera and like your editing style and everything and then a couple months into that you're gonna if you hop on the app you're gonna have a nice platform to start like right away with with all of your photos you've been taking so I'd kind of put less focus on the app at least to start Um, because then once you do decide to focus on it you're gonna kind of be a little bit ahead of the mm-hmm. game and ahead of all the people who just bought a camera and are calling themselves <laughs> a, like experienced photographers so um yeah that's kind of how i would do it
1: great advice yeah well it was a pleasure interviewing you megan yeah it was thanks awesome. for being on the show thank Sweet. you guys yeah no problem <laughs> thank you Hope you guys enjoyed my interview with Megan Bourne. I want to just remind you guys again that we have a new YouTube channel that we've linked in the show notes of this video. It's just Polar Pro Golden Hour Podcast and you can find that on YouTube. We're posting clips and highlights of all of the interviews that we've done over the past. We're going to continue to be posting videos there on a weekly basis. In fact, we're trying to shoot for two to three videos a week. So make sure to subscribe to that YouTube channel and see all the content there. If you're interested in following Megan's work, then go on instagram and search at ml born that's spelled m l b o u r n e you can see all of her amazing work there we at polar pro are so stoked to have you a part of this show the golden hour podcast and we hope to see you guys again next week once again i'm dave mays and this is the golden hour podcast see you later